Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 90 of On the Flank. I'm one of your hosts, John George, not joined by Joe Kirkpatrick this week. It is a solo episode, and I don't blame Joe. It is the 4th of July week. I should be celebrating. I don't know what I'm doing here doing a solo episode, but it is another, it is another important weekend in Overwatch League. Uh, summer showdown is coming up this weekend. So I am here to present me and Joe's brackets to everyone, which aren't that different. Uh, but first, of course, we got to go over last week's games, which is just going to be me. I don't think I'm going to go over too many of them, just sort of the important ones, I guess. Uh, over in the Asia region, uh, you had some big victories like Guangzhou Charge coming out with two big victories again this weekend. One against the Chengdu Hunters, three to one. Another against the NYXL, three to two. Uh, another win for the Guangzhou Charge against the NYXL in this this month, I guess you could call it. Uh, so a really really good month for the Guangzhou Charge. Uh, they are looking good. They are taking the two seed here, uh, which is great for them, uh, of course. They've, they've had a fantastic, fantastic month, uh, of course, only to be topped by the Shanghai Dragons, who beat Seoul Dynasty this weekend in the Hangzhou Spark. Hangzhou Spark, by the way, me and Joe talked about Hangzhou Spark and how good they are looking. They came into this week and took zero maps. Uh, they got 3 0 by the Shanghai Dragons, which was maybe a little more expected uh, compared to them getting 3-0'd by the London Spitfire to start off the week. Uh, so over the Asia region, me and Joe talked about how Hangzhou Spark is another huge team there. Well, they get the sixth seed. They didn't look good this week. That stinks. <laughs> uh, but uh, as far as the rest of the seeding goes, London Spitfire ended up getting a higher seed than Seoul Dynasty. Seoul continued their struggles. Uh, despite there being a lack of a hero pool this week, it did not matter for Seoul Dynasty. They did have a pretty tough schedule uh, against the Shanghai Dragons. They did beat the Chengdu Hunters 3-0 so, and looked good while doing it. But I think Seoul's a little bit less of a favorite going into this bracket. They, If they face the Shanghai Dragons, it will not be in the finals this time around. It will have to be in the semifinals. Uh, that's how the bracket's working out. London Spitfire, Seoul Dynasty, uh, four and five seeds playing each other first. You got Guangzhou Charge, Chengdu Hunters facing off. Again, should be a Guangzhou win. And then NYXL Hangzhou Spark, uh, while the Shanghai Dragons have a bye. In the North America region, we had some important games to clinch, including technically, but not technically. I think it was just a summer showdown qualifier between the 12 and 13 seed at the end of the week. Uh, so we, we had a bunch of stuff going on there. I mean, the Vancouver Titans secured a first round by they're already in the quarterfinals of the four seed with a 3-0 win against the Boston Uprising of course they had that game later in the week where they faced Atlanta Rain and lost 3-0 but that did not matter towards their summer showdown record since they had already played three games so which is interesting in itself uh, other important games, you had Dallas Fuel bouncing back 3-0 in the Toronto Defiant with the same lineup, no decay still, and they were able to take that one 3-0. Florida Mayhem, Houston Outlaws played a really close match, uh, closer than most people thought. Florida Mayhem secured a seventh seed this time around, and they will be rematching the Houston Outlaws in the knockout stage on Friday. 
besides that, we had Paris Eternal 3-1-ing the Los Angeles Valiant, getting some revenge from the May Melee, where the Paris Eternal unfortunately lost to the Valiant. Uh, this did not change either of their seedings to get them a bye, uh, but it did remove the Valiant from a chance of getting a bye. They now have a five seed. Uh, they chose the tr- they chose the Toronto Defiant. They got to cho- choose first, and they chose the Toronto Defiant to face, whereas the Paris Eternal ended up with the Dallas Fuel. They did not have a choice. Uh, they were the last pick. So both those will be interesting matches, to be sure. Atlanta Rain did s- secure the two-seed with a win over the Vancouver Titans. Really impressive stuff from them. Looking better, uh, I got to admit, the summer showdown schedule may be a little easier for them, but they are looking a lot better. As far as that big game at the end of the week goes, we were so excited for the first time the Fusion met the Shock this year. Yeah, the Shock 3-0'd like I had a feeling they would last week. Very unfortunate. Maybe the reason Joe's not here. Who knows? Um, but yeah, just a stomp. Shock's good. They're the team to beat. I don't know if anyone could beat them in the summer, show, summer showdown. There's a very small, tiny chance that that, that is even possible. Uh, but, yeah, just looking good. I'm going to skip MVP's games to rewatch for the week since Joe isn't here. That's a little quick summary of the week before uh, we get into some news. Um, we had some news as far as the overwatch league goes uh they just revealed a little bit of a rest of the season they laid out the rest of the season for us with a little bit of they they gave us the name of the august tournament which is going to be called the countdown cup uh so i guess a countdown to the playoffs is what we're looking at here uh but you go on overwatchleague.com and see the entirety rest of the season schedule up there right now uh which is exciting it's looking like we got the countdown cup the weekend of August 8th uh so that should definitely be a, an interesting one right there uh, i'm excited for it and then we got even the rest of the season schedule after the countdown cup which looks like we have uh, two weeks after that to sum up some games here we're getting friday games which is nice we haven't had friday games in a while uh, and then they're going to release the postseason format later in july we'll see what it's like then so we got pretty much the rest of the season uh schedule information there besides the playoffs which is nice we haven't had we definitely have not had um something like that in a while (laughs) it's been a while since we've had sort of a structure to things but very nice definitely uh enjoying that one we had uh some more news as far as just the game goes today season competitive season 23 uh started which included role which included a roll queue and non-roll queue, open queue for competitive play. So if you want, they're in the same section now. They're both competitive play. You could choose open roll. You could choose uh, 222, whichever one you want. So very interesting stuff there. Uh, There is a new live patch as well that came through with those brig changes we were mentioning last week did get pushed 
So it's looking like Briggs dead. <laughs> uh, the only thing that did get pushed from the PTR we talked about last week was uh, some ham and bug fixes, but that is currently on this PTR again. So it looks like they still need to get some of those bugs a little more fixed before they bring it to live. But yeah, those Brig live changes are kind of crazy. I haven't gotten into a game yet with those changes, but very interesting to say the least. As far as these bracket predictions go, I'm going to go through each from here. It's very interesting. Me and Joe almost nearly have the same bracket. They're a little tiny bit different. Uh, We have the identical Asia brackets, so I will go through the Asia brackets right now. Um, Almost identical, actually. There is a little bit of a difference. Um, we both have Soul Dynasty beating the London Spitfire uh, in that little match right there. We both have the Charge beating the Hunters, and we both have NYXL beating the Sparks. So same quarterfinals, uh, but our, our semifinals are where we differ a little bit. I have Shanghai, he has Shanghai, but I have Guangzhou, and he has NYXL. Very interesting. It was a close match. I do think it could be either one, but I'm going to go Guangzhou with it. No difference in our champions, though. We both think Shanghai is going to repeat. Unfortunately, we both think San Francisco is going to repeat too, which is sad, of course. You don't like to see two repeat champions, but they are just definitely looking like the two best teams right now. Um, we all have no, both of us have no upsets in the knockout round. So the Valiant Gladiators, Mayhem, and Eternal are heading on to the quarterfinals and all of our minds We did do some different choices here for the picks. We both thought the Shock would pick the Gladiators to face. Uh, We both thought the Titans would be left with the Mayhem to face. But um, as far as the Fusion and Rain goes, Joe believes the Rain will pick the Eternal instead of the Valiant. I believe they will pick the Valiant and not the Eternal. Um, So... We have some different matchups there. So I have Philly versus Paris and Atlanta versus LA. He has Atlanta versus Paris and Philly versus LA. We both think Philly wins no matter who they play, either Paris or LA. We both think Philly has that one. Um, And then we both think whoever Atlanta plays is going to beat Atlanta. So he has Paris winning. I have LA winning. So our semifinals are Shock versus Mayhem, both of us. Both of us pick those teams. And then Philly versus either LA or Paris. Uh, But we both think Philly will beat either LA or Paris. So, uh, and we both think Shock are going to beat Mayhem. We both think Shock are going to beat Philly. So we both got Shock winning it all. Just a little, little bit of differences here. Those are going to be some pretty big games as far as our standings go. Overall for the picks, I still think I'm winning. So Joe's definitely going to want to get these little wins here and there because the brackets are what matters most. Uh, that's going to be exciting. Still no hero pools for for that one, uh, which is definitely exciting. This was a quick little episode of On the Flank, about a 10-minute episode, which I think is fine. We didn't have Joe here. You guys don't want to hear me ramble on all day about all this stuff. Um, I believe Joe's going to be tweeting out our brackets on our Twitter, so you can follow us there at On the Flank Show um, for sure. Uh, well, I, I'm signing out here. Thank you guys for listening. We'll have Joe back next week um, and enjoy the summer showtime this weekend.